York Knicks, since the All-Star break, mm-hmm. which is the time that they got Josh Hart, they have the eighth best defensive rating in the league, 107. Chicago Bulls somehow number one defensive rating. <laughs> Two and two. I don't know. I have no idea. Mm -hmm. I don't know what's going on. Maybe just very low scoring games in general. But like, if you look at what was done, really, really good in terms of allowing points in the paint. They're third at that. Opponent uh, second chance points. They're decent at that as well. Kind of middle of the pack. But yeah, I mean, with Josh Hart, I'm watching them hold the Boston Celtics to 94 points. Probably 96 when this is all said and done in four quarters of action. I know they didn't have Jalen Brown, but I mean Jason Tatum was getting clamped. This is interesting, Ashu. Coming up, can Josh Hart take the MVP from Nikola Jokic? No, okay, maybe not that. So to me, if I'm thinking about series prices, mm-hmm. I'm thinking to myself, what do I want to do with the Knicks? And I'm looking at it, and it's like, okay, they're a six seed. They're going to play the Nets. If everything was to finish today, right? The, the Sixers are the three seed. But if they're like, if they were to pop up to the five, you know what I mean? Oh, I see pop what you're up, saying. If they jump up, if to, they five, jump gotcha, up to five, gotcha. and yeah, yeah. or they play play the Cavs, so that's really interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Right, right along in that sort of scenario, who knows? They Anything are, could happen. They are getting hot at the right time. They are now. If it's a four-five matchup. I don't and love that for them. If they played the Cavs, I don't think they beat Cleveland. But that's a fun, fun series. It's a fun series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know, man. Knicks are pesky. And they're they're quietly winning games, too. Like, everybody's talking about Boston. Everybody's yep. talking about Milwaukee in the East. Even the Sixers. The Knicks are in a position now where there's no expectations. Right. And they're playing like an actual legit team. They've got balance. You added Josh Hart, which has made a certainly huge difference yes. with them defensively. Yes. Jalen Brunson is fantastic. He's worth he's really now underpaid, honestly, with what yes. what he's done here. God, am I getting am I getting a little excited I think about my maybe Knicks I'm, again? I'm starting to boost you up a little it's bit. It's been a long time since I was able to feel this way. Been a long time. There's reports it now that left you. more 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 owners ready to push Dan Snyder out. I mean, they, I could see the Knicks in the playoffs and Dan Snyder no longer the owner for the Commanders. I, I could be a whole new person in 2023. Does your entire life revolve around those two things? Does it revolve? No. but Just revolve around getting rid of Dan Snyder yes. and the Knicks being relevant so again? Let's, let's say this. In terms like, of my like sports percentage life, wise. my sports life, that yes. is so much of it. Like 80%, you uh, think? Yes, because yeah. here's the thing. If you've suffered as much as I have, especially yeah. with Dan Snyder as the owner of that team, yeah. and that is, I mean, you talk about New York sports radio, and it's all about, like, Yankees, Mets, and how that matters there. Everything here is anti-Dan. Dan Snyder, in a city where politicians live, yep. is the most hated person in the city. Think about that. He's united a city that's di- as divided as it's ever been to just be anti-Dan Snyder. That that's is, incredible. That's a serious talent. It's actually very impressive. Yeah. And... He could actually He's be the real MVP. He is the real MVP you know to get everybody to just buy in on hating him. Manuel, quickly, 23 points tonight, 4 of 7 from 3. You know, here's the thing. I'm going to say this. Okay. I do I do think Donovan Mitchell on this team would make them better. I mm-hmm. do. However, I do understand the concept of, like, maybe we don't want to give up on our young guys just yeah. yet. 
Yep. We've got Quentin Grimes, who would have been in that deal. Yep. We've got Emmanuel Quickly, who might have been in that deal. R.J. Barrett You've would got, have been in the I don't, deal. I don't care for R.J. Yeah, Barrett. Yeah, he's, he's too inconsistent. I don't care for R.J. Barrett. He's bad at finishing at the rim, and he's a guy that can— But you do have some young youngsters that on this Knicks team that I like a lot, right? Like, you've got, obviously, uh, Emmanuel Quickly, who I mentioned, Quentin Grimes, who mm-hmm. I mentioned. But you also have Deuce McBride, who mm-hmm. might have been in that deal. Those three alone, Jericho Sims, who's in the dunk contest, but those barely, three— Barely in the dunk contest. Barely, barely. But those three alone, very interesting players paired with Jalen Brunson. And you say, oh, well, maybe maybe Deuce McBride or maybe uh, you know one of these young guys like Quentin Grimes turns into something, right? Turns into a Donovan Mitchell and is a lot cheaper, and maybe we can go out and get more players under the salary cap. So, interesting. I want to change my mind Monday. The Knicks making me— Feel a little promise. Little buzz, a little excited. buzzing. There's some buzz at the garden now. Yeah, I would say that the Knicks are the best team in New York now. Whoa, this sounds great. I love hearing best it. Best team in New York now. See Kevin Durant, Kyrie See making jokes, and look what happened. See you later. Look what happened. Bye-bye. Your team was a joke. Here's another thing where it's changed my mind. And right. listen, it's only a couple, ga- couple games sample size. Mm-hmm. I think just two. Russell Westbrook. Oh, no. And I was saying... I don't think it's a fit. I don't think he's going to be good. And then I watched him play against the Kings, our Kings. And you know what? I said, well, I see what the role could be. We don't use him in fourth at all. That's that's, that's key. key. Yeah. We put our guys that we can trust in. Mm-hmm. But Russell Westbrook on the wing and is su- – you know what they told him? They said, hey, as soon as Kawhi or Paul George gives you the ball, just attack the rim immediately. Just be full force, Russell Westbrook downhill. Mm-hmm. No one can stop you. You end up causing guys to get into foul trouble. Yep. You end up at the line. You end up getting into a rhythm. You don't have to shoot a lot. That is an elite role for Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. And I said to myself, hmm, maybe this will work. I think the Clippers are actually going to go pretty far. So if you look at his first two games with the Clippers, and this is something you weren't here Friday, this is one of the things that I said, or maybe it was Thursday, one of the days, last week was one of the days. Uh, they ne- Russell Westbrook has to have a very defined and strict role, and one of the big things I said was not playing late in fourth quarters, and making sure that there wasn't he wasn't over-dribbling and just doing the like takeover games by himself trying to shoot in the mid-range. He's had 17 points his last two games, or the first two games there, Shot 60 and almost 54% from the field. Now, three-pointers is still not good. I mean, he's, what, two for six so far, right around what he usually shoots. But you had 14 in his debut. He's, if he goes in, sucks the defense in, goes to the rim, high-percentage shots, stops throwing up threes, knowing that you got other guys out there that can get the ball in the perimeter, do what they do, I, I could see this being... I could see this being something that works as long as he stays. I hate to use the expression, but stay in your lane. lane. Stay in your lane. He needs to stay in his lane now and understand who he is. If he has that self-awareness, you can bring me onto your side. I'm not there yet, but if I continue to see that, because, again, this is what I, that's what I said small last week. Small sample size. And it's small sample size, and it, but it's the exact specifications that I said last week, that if this is what happens, maybe, maybe there's a chance that it works. So... I might, I could swing to your side as time goes on and this continues. But what I worry about is getting back in old habits. For sure. And that's the problem. Ty Lue is that guy mm-hmm. who, who is uh, one of the best coaches, if not the best coach in the NBA. So I think he will 
immediately cut that ripcord mm-hmm. and say, you sit your ass down on the bench yep. right now, which is what we saw in the fourth quarter last night. Yep. Yep. Only played 25 minutes against Denver. Yep, Denver. Um, and they came back, and they found a way to come back against Denver and obviously lost in the final you know, few seconds of that game. Mm-hmm. But what I would say is this. I didn't think it was a great idea. I still don't think it was the ideal idea. However, you're making Paul George happy. He was the number one leader in, in the locker room saying that's what he wanted. Mm-hmm. You appeased him. The people in the front office were not on board. They did it to essentially assuage one of their stars. Yep. And what do you have to lose? He's a buyout candidate. You get him for very little money. He's going to be a free agent after this year if it doesn't work out. Like very low risk, you know, investment. Yeah. And high potential reward. Yeah. Do I like the move? No. Do I see why it could work? Yes. And you understand what happens behind the scenes with the, you know, politics really with it, right? Like we got to make our one of our stars happy. This is an opportunity to do that. Uh, yeah. Worst case, you just sit him on the bench. It's not like the Lakers paying him forty-seven million. And then it's like, well, he's not playing, and you're paying him forty-seven. This is this right. is stupid. This is he get he gets a you know veteran minimum contract to come in as a buyout candidate, and if he's not playing well, Ty Lue just sits him, plays him fifteen twenty minutes in a game. Yes. So if you do that and you limit all of those, and there's not the thing is there's less of an expectation on him with the Clippers than there was with the Lakers. The Lakers it was still seen as a big three because he still was putting up pretty good numbers that last year in Washington before they traded him. But you could see the decline. You could start to see it happening. Then you went to the, he went to the Lakers and it's like they got their big three: Anthony Davis and LeBron yes. and Russell Westbrook. And no, he's not that player anymore at all. Well, see, and what you have on the Clippers is a, a nice little collection. You've got Kawhi Leonard, who's looking like he's in his prime again. Mm-hmm. You've got Paul George playing more free mentally than he has in a very long time yep. since so probably played for the Pacers. You've got Zubak, who's injured, but then you have Plumley as a backup mm-hmm. who's been a really, really good passing the ball. Yeah. Terrence yeah. Mann, who's there as a point guard utility guy. You've got Gordon, who's there from Houston, who's really good as a role player. You've got Bones Highland, who's touch and go in terms of how you're going to use him. This team is super deep. Nick Batum, as we saw against the Kings, he is still one of the best corner snipers in the league. Tucker. Oh, oh, yeah, I mean, better, right? He's yeah. insane. You saw him, I think he hit like eight threes in, down the stretch against the Kings. And then you got one of the Morris wins. I forget which one. There's just a lot of dudes on this team. You don't need Russell Westbrook to do really mm-hmm. anything except mm-hmm. for be Russ. They're a massively deep team. Super deep. And it's what helped him a couple pause. years ago. You paused. You know. We're, we did pause. I know. I was giving it a second it was there. I was going to see if you are going to say it. I just saw that the, Quinn Snyder actually had. Was it today that he actually was introduced for the, as the Hawks head coach? Because he he's going to be coaching tomorrow. Oh, for gosh. Them. I tell you what, Nick. That was, that was that moved fast over the weekend. I mean, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, it's going. They're talking. Oh, yeah, it's final. He's going to start coaching in a couple of days. I, I mean, let me tell you something. I think Quinn Snyder is a great coach, but he is going to have to deal with Trey Young and that dysfunctional roster that's there. I mean, you've had John Collins on the trade block since they signed him to a new deal. It just it's made no sense whatsoever. DeJounte Murray is getting underutilized. He's not playing the way that we saw in San Antonio. His role is completely different. Uh, Steve Ashburner joined us earlier. He's a senior writer for NBA.com. Talked about the hiring not only of Quinn Snyder, but if it doesn't work, it's on one guy specifically in Atlanta. And as far as Trey Young, I mean, this is really going to fall to him. I mean, he, he's going to have to grow up and accept that he is a team leader. Team leaders have to 
do more. They have to attend to their teammates' games. Um, you know, it's hard to criticize his, his X and O's because he scores a lot and he, and he racks up assists. But it's more than that. You know, it's on practice days. It's in the locker room. It's, it's, it's on the buses and the planes. And you certainly, if you're going to feud with your coach, and he's, and he's feuded with the last two, with Lloyd Pierce and, and most recently Nate McMillan, you know, people are going to look that, at that as uh, something to follow, too, and, and, and at least undercut, you know, the authority the coach has. So, I mean, he and, he and Quinn Snyder need to, um, you know, they need to, in essence, be joined at the hip and, and on the same page and whatever other cliches I could think of to, uh, to make sure that they're not at odds because the team won't get any traction if, if those two can't make this work. Yeah, here's the thing about that. So what if Trey Young's philosophy for basketball is not in alignment with winning? Mm-hmm. outside of the anomaly that was their Eastern Conference Finals yeah. run, which was a magical run and a run that was predicated on Ben Simmons vomiting all over himself, right, and Giannis hurting himself, right? right? And and they still didn't end up beating uh, the Bucks, and the Bucks went on. So And the Knicks collapsing at the Garden and Trey Young becoming a legend. So, like, what if there's no way to get through to Trey Young? Mm-hmm. What if he doesn't really care about winning in that way and only wants to do things his way. Then what do you have? You have another standoff and you have another coach on payroll because you already have multiple coaches on payroll. You've got Lloyd Pierce on payroll. You've got Nate McMillan on payroll. And now you have Snyder on Lloyd payroll. Pierce, is Lloyd Pierce still on payroll? Yes, he is. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. He got fired uh, early. I guess that's true. It was early in his deal. deal. Yeah, yeah, it was only two years in. <laughs> two, well, one and a half years that's in. That's why Quinn Snyder got a five-year deal. He was like, oh, yeah, okay, I'm... He's like, you uh, keep me on the payroll. You can fire Lyons me. wanted a lot, of, a lot of years to go to, to you Texas. You can fire for me. A you just have to pay me for another yep. four years. Yep. And then if I go to another team, they'll have to pay me as well, and I'll get paid from two teams. It's a, it's a great scenario for him. I, I just don't know what's in it for Quinn Snyder, other than like the East seeing a chance to. I, I get look. There is talent on this Hawks team. You just have to bring it together. Look, they're plus two fifty to win the Southeast. Miami's still the heavy favorite. They're minus three. But we watched. I know Miami won tonight, but they lost four. Oh, straight. I actually love that for the Hawks. I plus mean, the there's a chance there for Atlanta Dead to like sneak bounce. up and win that division for sure. Just because Miami's been trending in the wrong direction. Absolutely. I actually like that plus two fifty. Yeah, I, I think I might do it too. Not the Wizards. They're twenty to one. So there you go. <laughs>